The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the January 28th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down a seven-game DFS slate. Some back-to-backs from a lot of teams yesterday. Should be a pretty good one. Golden State's on the on the front end here. And we've got a couple rematches mixed in there. One very recent rematch that we'll talk about that it's not really exactly the same rematch because of uh, one particular player who you know I'm very fond of is not playing today. But he's only day-to-day. Yes, that's Nikola Jokic if you're new to the podcast. Okay, so yeah, let's just get down to this. I won't talk about how awful the news in D.C. was today, and yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Okay, so first game, got a couple teams who played last night are back at it. That's the Kings and the Hornets, minus 7.5 for the home Hornets, 207 over under. Feels like Omri Caspi's out again. Cody Zeller's questionable. Two, the last two times he hasn't warmed up. Uh, he was on the road yesterday. That may have been a factor. They'd be like, okay, hey, we'll let you wait. So, if this would lead to a Spencer Hall's revenge game, yeah, if you're into that, but I'm really not. There's another cheap big man I'd prefer. Uh, one other note I have is Matt Barnes is going to turn himself in, reportedly, from multiple reports. Um, the sense I'm getting is from Phil, is for the Philly game on Monday, because he's going to New York. That would make the most sense, logistically. So... Anyways, you're not going to really use Matt. I wouldn't use Matt Barnes, even though he's playing all right. Uh, but yeah, back to the Zeller thing. It's been it's been Spencer Hawes eating up most of the minutes. Hibbert just doesn't get unleashed. And then you see a little bit of Kaminsky mix in there. I'm really not fond of any of those guys, uh, even though there is a Spencer Hawes revenge game. Uh, Kemba, we know his back-to-back troubles are for real. But he's played a lot better. He's home, so it's not quite as bad as that. Just to get some specifics on that. Uh, and then Batum's also pretty good. Just kind of lukewarm on him. But uh, Kemba is way more efficient on at home. But And he's actually been a little bit better on the road lately. So his averages are pretty much right back where they should be. So I take that back. Uh, he's had a couple real nice back-to-backs lately. So, yeah, I mean, Kemba's cool. He's probably like my fifth or sixth option as far as... His price goes. So, someone to consider. But I'm pretty much off this game. I mean, you always have to like Boogie Cousins. Uh, he was alright last night. The, actually, the Pacers went... They didn't put Turner on too much. Maybe because Turner was in foul trouble later. So, that was kind of the plan. Turner had a pretty good, solid game. And we know Boogie. He's getting... Before the Rudy Gay thing, he had an 8% usage bump. He hasn't really had that... Always really. I guess the Chicago game was one. But one of those games where it's like... 45, 15, 7 assists, just a, a monster game. And that could be today. Uh, I don't think, I mean, he's going to have Roy Hibbert guarding him. He's going to have Spencer Haas, Cody Zeller. These guys can't cover Boogie Cousins. Uh, he is down in efficiency on the road. Uh, he does get more of it, though. He has more usage. So his 
if you look at his averages compared to normal, he's 0.1 less on back-to-back. Who cares? He's up 1.2 boards. He's down 3.4 assists. I think that's kind of skewed from where those were. His assists are high. I think he's top five among power forwards and centers for assists. So a little sneaky value from him. Uh, and his blocks are down barely and his steals are down a little bit. But that's all pretty much all luck anyways. <clears throat> so yeah, can't, can't go wrong with Cousins if, if you want to go expensive there. And there's enough value in the other spots to get Boogie in there, no question. Um, but after that, it's tough to call. I mean, Malachi Richardson was playing well. I thought he may have had a bigger impact on guys like Garrett Temple and all those guys. But um, Temple had a bad game really for the first time since he took over. So, um, I mean, I'm all right with Temple. There's other guys that I like that aren't too expensive at his position. So really, besides Kemba, Cousins, and Batum, just I'm lukewarm on. I'm not really feeling this game too much. Detroit and Miami. Miami, what the heck? They are on a six-game winning streak, man. Coach Spo knows how to get the best out of his guys. Uh, this is a minus three for the home Pistons. 202 over-under. Again, Miami's coming off a heartbreaking win loss for the Bulls. Man, well, oh, poor Bulls. We're not, we won't talk about them today. We talked about them a little yesterday. But, yeah, Detroit's rested for this one. So Miami's rotation, let's talk about that for a little bit. Obviously, the the big takeaway was, man, let Willie Reed go. Uh, Coach Spo said he likes how he goes with the flow, and he called him the most improved player since camp. So, I mean, he likes him. He's going to play him a lot. Uh, I don't know if 37 minutes is in the cards again. I think that may have been a little bit on the matchup. His rebounding was also down, only five boards. I expected a little bit more out of him. But his scoring was up. Efficiency was up. So I would probably expect lower efficiency. He was 9 of 11, 2 of 2 from the line. But he, he may get more volume as well. So, I mean, he, he, ran, a lot of, uh, he ran a lot of nice screens. He, he dies really, really well. So I think he's going to be another, uh, another solid option. I should have mentioned as well that Hassan Whiteside's questionable. It feels like he's a little bit closer to doubtful. So we should know the deal uh, if, if he's out again. Then I'm rolling. I'm rolling all Willie, and I'll talk a little bit about the other cheap center later. Um, but yeah, they, like I said, Haslam got all the backup five minutes, which was surprising to me. I was expecting about almost. I thought they would just cut Haslam out, but they rolled with him in there, and hey, it worked. Uh, Akara White played 21 minutes. Uh, I believe it was all, almost all of the three. He played. I want to say five minutes at the four. And uh, Waiters got his volume, but he missed. That's pretty much Waiters' game. Rodney Magruder was all right. Goran Dragic, my boy, my, my must-play guy, came through yesterday. 26-11 dimes, five boards, three steals. Really good game from him. Nice volume. I like him again. Uh, yeah, it's a worse matchup, but uh, if Whiteside's out again, we talked about this yesterday. Really nice usage bump from him. Efficiency bump as well. Pace bump. These are all really good things. He's killer on the road, too. 50% from the field on the road. He's above average in points, uh, above average in assists. I mean, he, he's he's good to go. I'm not scared of him. He's he's very shifty. He, when you see a bad matchup, I think Dragic, the way he plays, is a little bit more matchup-proof from when he has the usage. And if he gets the usage, I think the efficiency will be there. So uh, Dragic is one of my favorite plays again, probably my second favorite play today. Um, again, assuming Whiteside's out. 
Uh, also, no, Tyler Johnson's questionable, so that would uh, that may impact it. Um, he would bump down to my probably fourth or fifth favorite option. That would probably take away at least a little bit. That would take away from Deion Waiters more so. Uh, they do play them together, especially in the fourth quarter. So be careful there. Again, we should know the deal. Miami's been pretty good with reporting. Um, two post-All-Star breaks ago, man. I hated the Heat. I can't stand them. And the reason why I have so many push notifications on my phone from their team is because I, ha- I have their official team Twitter on my on my my phone because they're actually first with it. They, they put their lineups out on their public on their public Twitter, which which is very unusual. Um, the Grizzlies do that sometimes. The Lakers do that sometimes. But most of the times, like the net, the, the Nets, they do it privately on their PR account, and like it's it's nice. So meanwhile, I have to tolerate about thirty five Miami cheerleader tweets and all this stuff. It doesn't pertain to me just to get like those two tweets a day out of them that I want to get right away uh, when I'm kind of doing other stuff. Okay, enough about me. So what about Detroit? Fadesville. Um, I don't really like anyone there. Marcus Morris is playing better. Tobias. John Lewer caught my eye a little bit because he's a little cheaper than he was earlier. So, I mean, he's Okay. Uh, and, I mean, you can't go wrong with Tobias, but 4600 for John Lewis is pretty good. Uh, if you don't, and, and power forward's razor thin today. So, something to consider there. But, yeah, not feeling Reggie Jackson. I'm not really a Drummond guy, especially today. I'd rather just get the money and go to Boogie. Uh, although, Drummond's cheap, though. So, actually, I may, may think about that. I didn't realize he was only 77 But, yeah, uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather spend up to get Boogie, to be honest. Okay, we'll move on. We got Boston and Milwaukee. Milwaukee favored by one, 218 over under. Both these teams played yesterday. Al Horford, he was out with a groin injury. Now, this is the first time this season he was listed with a groin. And he did have this issue in April. So, I don't know for sure. But I would guess it just kind of popped back up on him. They're like, alright, I'm feeling it a little bit. Okay, we don't want to play it both games. I think the next game is going to be tougher for us. As much as we'd rather play you at home, then, bam, uh, it worked. Because they destroyed the Magic yesterday, which is a very common thing to do. Well, they got smacked up two weeks, uh, and in one week. Uh, he, the Warriors beat the pants off them the other day. What, Sunday? And then, man, Magic got to do some changes, man. That team, ugh. Worst, like we say all the time in this podcast, they're the worst team to watch, hands down. Okay, so no Avery Bradley, and interesting note on Jalen Brown. You may have seen yesterday, he went for a career-high 20, and you may not know why. It's because he, much credit to him, on his off day, on Thursday, came in, wanted to get the coaching staff together, had a real bad game on Wednesday, and got in foul trouble, what, four fouls in his first 13 minutes, I think it was. Went in there, got the work in, and kaboom. Uh, Stevens pimped him afterwards. I mean, I loved hearing all that stuff. I mean, he's a rookie. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes again. They want to keep Marcus Smart to 30 minutes. Marcus Smart's a more efficient player in under 30 minutes compared to when he plays over 30 minutes. So, Brown's sneaky, man. I don't think a lot of people are going to be on him. Um, so, if you want to kind of go all the way down and roll with some Jalen Brown, then I'm cool with that. I think he's a sneaky tournament play with another upside, and I don't think people are going to chase him. He's stone minimum at 3,500, and it's a good matchup for him, too, I think. 
Um, he's going to play some two, some three. He's solid, man. Um, so, yeah, my, probably my favorite $3,500 guy today. Okay, um, Jay Crowder's been on fire lately. Um, he had a little slump after the Hayward incident with the cheering, but he's been rolling. If you play season long, he's been top 10 in his past, I think, eight games. And, I mean, DFS, he's also been hitting value like it's like it's nothing. But price is up, so um, I'm not, I'd rather spend on other guys. What else do we got here? Can't play Horford off a of back-to-back, even though he's going to be, I mean, off an injury. And uh, this is an interesting thing, too. Uh, not DFS related. Larry Sanders is working out. He wants to start playing again. And this is kind of a nice tie-in. The Bucks had Larry Sanders, or as he likes to spell it, Larry Sanders. He goes all caps, uh, if, if you didn't know that. Um, but yeah, he worked out with Boston. And Gary Washburn for the Boston Globe said that it didn't go well. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy openly got caught for smoking weed multiple times. And he expects to come back and be in basketball shape right away. It doesn't work like that, man. We're not all Joel Embiid. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and yeah, Joel Embiid. Shirley Temples, they, they won't really hurt your cardiovascular system. So <laughs> he's all good. But okay. So what are we doing with Giannis, right? You, I mean, you got to like him. There's enough value out there. I don't have him in the favorite lineup that I have. But I mean, it's Giannis. It's going to be a high-scoring game. A lot of things to like. I, I kind of like rolling with him and Jalen together. Stack up that spot, shooting guard. Get a high, I love going high, high guy, low guy when I'm going over 10,000 for a player for the same position. It's just obviously not every time, but I tend to do that. So, yeah, I'm cool with that stack. I like Jabari Parker more than I do most nights. A little bit matchup dependent. More so about the slate breakdown. Power forward is one of the weakest of the spots, so... Going up there with two expensive guys makes sense. I like Draymond. I'll get to him. So yeah, uh, those are it. Not really feeling, feeling Isaiah. I think that the way that they're going to double-team him and keep him from getting into the paint, it doesn't really build well for him. Uh, his key, like we say on this podcast all the time, is for his big games, he's usually getting to the line or he's just on fire from three. So if you pick Isaiah, you're pretty much going to need him to make five or six threes to hit value, I would think. And we all know I'm, I'm not rolling a Winnick again. He was pretty solid yesterday. 7-7 seven seven from the field. 2-3, super efficient. I think 114 effective field goal, that is. So, uh, yeah, I'm not rolling with him. So if Horford's out, okay, maybe. But, like I said, I'd rather just play Willie Reed or another guy we'll get to. Okay. Big game. National game. We got the cool story Glen Bowl with the Clippers and Warriors. Minus 12 for the home Warriors, 223 over under. Stephen Curry has a lateral thigh bruise, or uh, soreness. So when they say lateral, that means on the outside of your legs. So that makes me think that he just has a little bit of bruising. And I think he's going to play. Um, so you can't roll with him. I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, he's. I think he's, he's going to have a good matchup. So he's he's all right. He's nine thousand dollars. You really don't like to play questionable players at nine thousand dollars, but this is Stephen Curry, national stage Stephen Curry. I think is a good thing. Uh, still no David West, and they also I will add the Warriors for their little pregame story. They had Stephen Curry on there. Although I will add to that that it had a Chinese New Year kind of a thing. So I think that that graphic was made before the news yesterday that. 
Curry was questionable. So, whatever that means. Okay, so let's talk about this. Clipper side, I mean, DeAndre's alright. He's 8400 That's really expensive. So, I'm not, I'm not with that. I'd rather go elsewhere. Besides him, I mean, Austin Rivers is okay. There's another point guard I like a little bit more who's cheaper. But if you're going to go with Durant and Draymond, it makes a little sense to stack up Rivers. Hope the Clippers can hang in there. I'm not sure that they're going to, though. I mean, I think Golden State's, I'm much, much more worried about the Clippers scoring than I am in this game staying close. I think if it's a blowout, I think it could be, it could be a bad one. So I'm kind of off this game. The only guy that I really like, as I kind of alluded to, it's more about the slate breakdown, is Draymond. Like, I don't really, I'm not really on any power forwards, and usually when that's the case, you want to spend up there. So Draymond and, and Jabari make a lot of sense for me there. Uh, I'm cool with Kevin Durant, of course. Uh, small forwards, got a lot of cheap options, none that I'm locked in on. So, I mean, he's all right. And Clay's an option too. There's probably three guys that are in that range, that kind of six to seven thousand range. Uh, that's Clay at six three, Levine at six three, and Booker at six eight. We'll talk about the other two guys, but if if we hear like if we hear Curry's game time later today, and we should find out, I think somewhat soon, because they were they were off yesterday. Yeah, I mean you gotta like Clay at least a little bit. Um, I think I'd rather take Booker. Push comes to shove. Because I'm stacking up that game a little bit more. But he's fine. And yeah, Durant is another guy. There's a lot of somewhat cheap guys that I like at small forward. But Durant's cool, man, for sure. Definitely want to get a Durant lineup in there. Especially with Curry questionable. I mean, you got to like him a little bit. Um, he's got a fine floor regardless. He's arguably the most consistent scorer ever. So he'll, he'll, he won't bust you for sure. Or not for sure, but... He he won't if you if you lose in a cash you're probably not blaming Kevin Durant so all right I'm good there we'll move on uh, am I forgetting yeah I'm not really feeling Jamal or any of those guys it's pretty much just Austin Rivers DJ KD Clay Draymond Iggy if you're feeling saucy uh, I would not I don't think I would roll uh, no I would roll Ian Clark at 3500 shooting guard. Uh, I I do like Jalen Brown more, even if Curry's out. So, uh, but Livingston would be in play. He is. I, th- I think Curry's gonna play, so I didn't really look into this too much. Thirty five hundred for Livingston, so that's cool. Uh, if you want to go down minimum from a forty seven hundred guy, I like a lot. Okay, so we'll move on. I wanted to keep this under twenty five. Memphis at Utah, ugly over under, 189, uh, minus 7.5 for the home Jazz. Memphis played last night, uh, lost to Portland. Troy Daniels going to be questionable. Chandler Parsons is going to be questionable on the court and questionable with the Twitter game. Uh, in case you missed it last night, he was on a gif from the Blazers. Uh, and he does not like the Blazers. You may remember Dame had... One of the coolest shots in postseason in the past decade when he hit a three off a screen at the buzzer and Chandler Parsons is right in his face and the Blazers, their Twitter must have just rubbed them the wrong way. And he was saying, like, good luck in the lottery. 
And then CJ McCollum, my boy, uh, quote, quote tweeted him. It said, we hit the lottery when we didn't sign you. Ooh. ooh <laughs> and then that's, that's, that's one of the, the GOAT call-outs, man. And then Parsons, CJ McCollum just got paid. And he's like, oh, no, I'm, I hit the lottery because he got the fat contract, dude. No. I didn't appreciate that, so... Um, yeah, that was not a, not a smart thing on Parsons' part to tweet out of anger, but whatever. He's got he's got his he's all he's uh he's got some dough for sure. So yeah, you're not playing Chandler Parsons. You're really not playing anyone in this game. I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> so we got Den. I mean, if you wanted to go anyone, I mean, go Bears. Sure, you need him to get some blocks. I mean, he's seventy four hundred. That's not cheap. Bad matchup. Rodney Hood's still pretty cheap. He's forty two hundred. I mean, that's all right. I uh, can't spend up for anyone else really. I mean, you really can't spend on George Hill at fifteen. Actually, fifty nine's all right. Yeah, fifty nine's all right. If you have your lineup the way you want it, I like actually like him more than Rivers. So, whatever that means, I don't really like either of them. But cool. Move on. Good game here. We got Denver and Phoenix. Rematch from Thursday. Good over-under here. 228. Phoenix favored by 3. In case you missed it, the bad news I alluded to earlier was Nikolai Jokic is out for at least two games. He is day-to-day with a left hip flexor strain. Very confusing injury. I've seen that. One game you're back. Need 10 games. Very tricky. He's day-to-day, so that's good. But Denver is not too keen on timelines. So it's tough to really call day-to-day and say, oh, he'll be back next week. I think he's kind of questionable to play next week. We'll leave that for the season-long podcast. But as for today, the guy I like the most and the guy I have all of is Jameer Nelson, 4,700. He's going to play huge minutes. He played huge minutes the other day. He's going to have more ball-handling responsibilities. Jamal Murray is really cool off his ball-handler. Expect higher usage. And then also, he is reportedly on the trade block. So, trade showcase, we all know that they're not tied to Jameer Nelson long-term with Moutier and even Jamal Murray a little bit. Uh, and this team, they're in the hunt, but they know. I mean, you got to know that if you're hanging in the 8, 7, even 6 seed, even, even 3 seed maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe 3 seed has a chance, but... If you're in the bottom half of the standings in the playoffs, you know this isn't your year. You're, you're going to have to play the Warriors for one, and then either the, the Spurs or the Rockets. You have to beat both of them. I mean, that's a tall order right there. To win eight games at, at, on, against those teams just to get to the finals. Uh, so, But yeah, making the playoffs is cool, I guess. So anyways, um, yeah, I like Jameer Nelson a lot. All, all the Jameer. He's probably my must-play of the day. Um, great way to go cheap for guys that get big minutes. I'm expecting probably like 15, 7 assists, 2 steals, and 3 boards, something like that. That's very, very good. Um, yeah, he could do more than that as well. Great matchup for him. Suns really have a tough uh, tough cover on pick and rolls and stuff. So one thing I do want to talk about on sticking with Denver is what's up with Kenneth Fareed before we get to the center spot. He is vastly better when he's with Jokic. 20% better effective field goal percentage with Jokic than when he's not. That's just stupid. So he's also on the injury report for left hamstring soreness. So that automatically takes him off the board for me. Wilson Chandler got popped in the neck the other day. He has a right neck strain. Pretty sure he's going to play. 
But again, late game takes them off the board for me. But yeah, keep an eye on that. I want to see what they do with Boudier. They'll probably play him at the center minutes. Although, I was a little bit worried about Nurkic up until about an hour ago. And I saw some video at the Nuggets practice. And I can't say for sure, but Gary Harris, Fareed, and Nurkic had the same jersey on. While Murray, Arthur, and someone else who would come off the bench. Uh, oh, and Gallo had uh, um, the same color jersey on. So that leads me to believe that Nurkic is going to start. So... You know, you know, rolling Nurk, Nurk and Cash is like rolling AD and Cash. He could bust you. Uh, he could turn up with nothing. Yes, the guy at four thousand is tough to bust you. So I like Nurk in tournaments more than Willie Reed. I think Willie Reed's going to be the chalk. But if Willie Reed's out and you got your roster that we wanted, I'm down with going with some Nurk alert. Again, pretty good matchup. So yeah, uh, he's he would be the number one punt if. Whiteside is going to play. Again, if Whiteside's out, Reed and Cash, for sure. Um, yeah, Reed has a really nice floor. I don't think he's going to foul Drummond too much. Of course, that's a concern. But Nurk, he's motivated. Bosnia and Beast proved, hashtag proved them wrong. All that great spot, high-scoring game. So if you're going to go Nelson, it does make some sense to go Nurk there and Booker and all those guys. Who else are we forgetting? you got to like Gallo a little bit. Uh, he scored the ball really well. We know they're a little bit weak on the perimeter. I'll talk about the Suns' defensive strategy in a minute. So, Nurt, I mean, Gallo's cool at 64. I mean, there's other guys I'd rather play, though. Maybe if Chandler, if Chandler and Fareed are out, that changes things hardcore. <laughs> I mean, you would think Gallo gets massive usage. So, uh, And obviously, I can't roll Darrell Arthur. Darrell Arthur, again, was at shoot-around. So, he, he's on track to play, I guess. So, Yeah. Whatever, but you can't. You cannot roll Darrell Arthur. He's going to have so many games where he's expected to play, and he just gets rest just because they want to maintain his arthritic knees. Who else? Uh, I'm not touching Jamal Murray. Uh, Gary Harris is cool, I guess, at five thousand. Will Barton, he's always cool. Um, Fifty-four is a little expensive for me at shooting guard. I'd rather just go up to get those three guys I mentioned with Booker, Clay, and Levine. Okay, so let's talk about the Suns. I want to talk about Tyson Chandler really quick. His minutes were down, way down from what they were usually, and that's because it was it was because of Nikola Jokic. He could not cover him. Those high screen passes were tearing him apart, and as a result, the Suns went small, so small. More, I want to say more so than they have all season. They were rolling Jared Dudley at the five. They were going like I mean, it was, it was pretty much the T.J. Warren, P.J. Tucker, Dudley show. They ran that lineup out there a lot. So keep an eye on that. They also played Warren at the two. And I, I like Warren. Uh, I was impressed with what he did. I think people are going to chase him a little hard. So I probably wouldn't play him in tournaments. I think his ownership is going to maybe outproduce his production, if you will. But, I mean, he played big minutes. 41 minutes on Thursday. 21-8-9-16 from the field. A block mixed in there. No turnovers. So he's clearly trending up. And his price hasn't gone up to where it's going to probably peak. So you could get him at a good price at 4300 So getting him in there um, makes a lot of sense. He's the same price as my boy Levert. So if you want to stack that game up uh, and you're not st stacked too hard, then yeah, rolling with Booker, Warren, 
Nurk Alert, Nelson, maybe Gallo. That's a that's a hardcore stack for a game that's probably going to be the best one to hit on today. So, yeah, good good option. I like Devin Booker a lot. Um, I think he's going to have a successful run today. He's been so consistent. What eleven straight twenty point games, longest streak since Stoudemire in two thousand eight, I believe it was. So he's rolling. Efficiency's been great. Uh, shooting the ball well, getting in the rim more. I think he's 52% above the break from three. These are all really good things and what we've been waiting for for Booker. So, yeah, I think he's still not peaked out. I think he's going to, when he's really peaked, peaked this season, he'll probably be like 74, 75. So, yeah, he's underpriced, I guess, for where I expect him to be in a good matchup. So, you, you got to like Booker a lot. I think I like him the most of that trio, that Levine, Booker, Clay trio. He is more expensive, though. P.J. Tucker can't do it. Marquise Chris can't do it. Uh, although I expect Marquise Chris to be better. And that's why I'm not really feeling Tucker. And really, well, you can't play Jared Dudley, obviously. But what well, it was three minutes and he had two fouls on Jokic. So not having Jokic helps Chris a, bit, a lot. And he's minimum. So, I mean, if you want to get crazy, home game, good matchup for a guy that's minimum... I don't hate it if you want to throw a lineup with Chris in there. But, again, I'd rather just play Dre and, and Jabari and call it a day at that spot. Okay, so, and then also, uh, Big Sauce, my boy, Alan Williams. His birthday, Dragon Bender's questionable. Not that that matters. It pretty much puts Dudley on the board. No, he doesn't. Okay, so we got the Nets and the Wolves, minus 220. I'm sorry, uh, minus 11. 220 over under. It's, okay, we're good. Nets rested yesterday. They rested Levert, my boy, and they rested Brooke Lopez. Both are going to play today. And Kenny Atkinson said it was, quote, a futuristic approach and keeping his best interest at heart. Unquote. Speaking about Karis Levert. So, what are we doing here? They are probably going to keep him off the bench. The rotation I talked about yesterday was that coming at six minutes in the first quarter, check out with ten minutes left in the second quarter, come back in with four minutes left in the second quarter, and then kind of repeat the same thing in the second half. So you're looking 23, 24, 25, 26 minutes, something in that range. He, he's not as cheap anymore. See, I mean, if he was 39, I'd like him a lot more. But at 44, you're looking right at the Warrens. And I do like Warren a little bit more than I like Levert. But, I mean, if you're going to go Cat and you're going to go Gorgie Jang, who I like a little bit, or even Rubio, and you want to get some nets in there, uh, Levert makes a lot of sense. It's tough to play him. Trevor Booker's also questionable with the illness he missed yesterday. Why the hell is Jefferson? I want to talk about him a little bit. He caught my eye yesterday. He didn't play well. If you look at the stat sheet, you're like, oh, he was he wasn't that good. But it wasn't really that much. He played a lot pretty much straight four, started at the four for the first time on the season. So he's that's something to keep in mind. But he was he was headed for big minutes. He played twenty five total. That does not include the fourth quarter. He played nine point four minutes in the first quarter. That's probably a season high. Uh really since he had the injury, I guess. So, yeah, I think Ronnie's going to play a lot. Especially if Booker doesn't play, I think they're going to move Justin Hamilton over. I could see Ronde playing 30, 32 minutes today, and that's where he would have been if the game was close yesterday. So, Ronde's sneaky at 44. Uh, again, stacked up against TJ Warren. It's a little tougher to make that sell. But I like him. I like him a little bit. 
Um, and yeah, I'm always down for, he'll never tuck me out of the vert. Um, he should be pretty effective today. Um, can't play Brook, even though he's probably going to have uh, a full allotment of minutes. Can't play point guards. Randy Flo was good yesterday. Can't play him. So pretty much off the nets for the most part. I like Zach Levine a lot. I like Zach Levine more than Clay. Uh, the Levine Booker thing makes sense if you want if you can't get Antetokounmpo in your lineup. Um, yeah, those are pretty much my, my three boys right there. Uh, Rubio solid. I like those other guys I mentioned though, so I'm kind of off this game. Cat solid. I'd rather have Boogie for two hundred dollars more personally, but definitely not. I can't talk you out of Cat ever if if you're want to see how he does. All right, so we're cool, I believe, man. Talking to myself for 30 minutes. What am I doing here? All right. We got, like I said, point guard. I got Alden Nelson. Uh, I'm, I'm putting him in every lineup. I'm not, I think he's going to be fine floor. Massive minutes at the, massive minutes at the point guard spot. And here, 4,700, man. I mean, you got to like that. Uh, cash. He's, his cash is going to be like 85% owned, I would think, in any decent league. So, who else do we like? Uh, I didn't mention Darren Collison. I like him a little bit. And then I like Dragic as well, especially if no white side. And I mentioned Bledsoe. Bledsoe I didn't, actually didn't mention Bledsoe. Bledsoe's solid. And who else do we like here? That's pretty much it. Yeah, we're going to have Nelson in there for sure. And then kind of mix and match whatever fits. This is another one of those, like, okay, where do I go with my last spot? But Dragic, Dragic would be my boy if we get white side out again. Or NTJ as well. So if TJ's in, I'd be a little bit lukewarm on him. And maybe just go down to Collison or something like that. Okay. Like I said, shooting guard I think is the easiest position besides center, I guess. Or even power forward, too. But it's pretty much Giannis, Levine, Booker, and Clay. Uh, and I would take Booker first for the, for the dollar value. Giannis I like a lot, of course. If, if you do not want to play KD... Like, if you're not playing KD, you probably get probably go Giannis and Booker. Uh, if you do want to play KD, then you probably have to go Levine and Booker, or even Clay. And, yeah. So that'll be that for him. Moving to small forward. I, I like I like KD if you're going to play him. Warren seems like a really strong play today. I like, I like Andrew Wiggins. Didn't mention him yet. He's a good one. Um, if, and then Gallo's all right. Rondé, Lavert. Uh, I'd probably play Lavert. I think Lavert has a, a higher ceiling than Rondé does. Rondé has a higher floor. Uh, for 4,400, I'd take the ceiling, I guess. You're really not shooting for. I think Lavert will be fine floor wise, too. Power forward, I'm kind of just rolling Dre and Jabari. I don't really want to get too cute if you wanted to. Gorgie Jang, school at 57. I like John Lewis at 46. I can't do James Johnson after how poorly he shot the ball yesterday. And Marquise Chris, if you want to get crazy at 3,500, and like say you want to play Giannis and KD and all these guys, you could probably get him in there. Center, pretty much a three horse race for me. Um, Willie Reed, number one, if Whiteside's out, then a Nurk as well, if he's questionable or game time, we don't know. And then Boogie, that's kind of where I'm at. Alright, 35 minutes solo pod. So you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. No football tomorrow. So we got a lot of actually a lot of awesome basketball tomorrow. Maybe maybe we'll do a pod. I gotta 
really think to do it in the morning, though. But there's a lot of early games, so I have to do it after warming it up tonight. But yeah, stay on RotorWorld.com. I'll be bourbon pretty much from now until it's, it's over. So you guys take care, and we'll catch you next week. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.